The Montvale Muse, stories that connect. A huge virtual hello and a hug, everyone. I am Joe DeProspero, and this is The Montvale Muse. Thank you so much for listening to what I hope is a bright spot in your day, something to distract you from the fact that you've been cycling between the same few pairs of running pants for the past six months, or maybe that's just me. Speaking of cycling, that brings us to today's guest. HR's Nick Cavello is an avid cyclist, as evidenced in this episode. So once COVID-19 hit and we all found ourselves essentially stuck in our homes for months on end, wanting and needing activities to address our mental and physical health, Nick decided it was time to hit the road. On today's episode, Nick talks about his anti-virtual bike tour, some of the people he's connected with along the way, and the importance of not giving up when your call goes straight to voicemail the first time. Nick, thank you so much for taking the time to join us on The Muse today. Uh, I was heartened when I heard of your story and really happy to be able to share your story with our campus today, albeit virtually. So can you start us off by telling us a little bit about yourself and what you do for the firm? Yes. Um, so again, my name is Nick Cavello. I'm a director in HR Digital, which is part of the HR organization, and I'm responsible for many or most of the HR applications um, in the production support space. Great. So your story, and by the way, I love when people reach out to me and recommend other people to be on the podcast. Nothing makes me happier than seeing that. So your colleague, Allison St. Louis, reached out and said, you should get Nick's story on the podcast, and I wholeheartedly agreed. So your story involves being outdoors for lengthy periods of time, and I'm looking at my window now, and the fall weather is starting to come in, my absolute favorite time of year. Uh, but your being outdoors was for a very different, specific reason. Can you tell me a little bit about what inspired you to do what you did? So um, the reason I'm outdoors is I'm a cyclist, so I'm out there most mornings. And with uh, with the gyms being closed because of the, because of COVID, um, I'm uh, I'm definitely out there almost every day, uh, weather permitting. So as I cycle every morning, I, I came to realize that um, I, I know where certain colleagues live, and I, I, I realized that you know I'm, I'm riding through their neighborhoods many times and. Um, there's a lot of virtual coffee, uh, coffee hours and happy hours, and I thought, you know what, I could just visit these folks in person, and that th- that kind of inspired me. And then I, I bounced the idea off of a couple of colleagues, um, one in particular, and I said, I said, Joe, just just be honest with me. Is this is this a stupid idea? And the idea was, you know, while I'm on my cycling route, I'll just stop by for a couple of minutes. And, and have a quick chat and get to see what get to see these individuals in person you know individuals that I normally would have seen in the hallways you know in their cube you know you know in the cafeteria etc so I bounced this idea off of, off of an individual and he said oh that's 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 a great idea so um, I set it up and it actually didn't it, it didn't start off too well so the plan was that I was going to visit the next morning on my way home and I would text the individual uh, when I arrived. Well, I texted him 10 minutes before I arrived. Didn't hear back. Got to his house. I texted him in front of his house. No response. Texted him again. No response. I ran into his neighbor. I said, hey, does uh, does Joe live here? Yeah, yeah, he lives here. Um, you know, maybe he's out for a jog. I said, no, nah, I, don't, I don't think he's out for a jog. <laughs> I, 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 didn't, I, I had to leave. I actually took a picture with his neighbor and left. You know, his phone was was off that morning. He apologized. So we attempted to do it again a couple of days later. Same thing. 
and at that point, I almost gave up. And, and, and what occurred there was his, uh, his phone had died. So a week passed, and I was about to give up. And I said, you know, I'll give it one more shot. And this time, it was successful. And what I had planned on being, you know, a three or four minute chat ended up being a nice 20, 25 minute chat. He had his coffee. We chatted. We caught up. We talked about our kids, um, just how he was coping with, with the whole COVID environment. And it ended up being like a fantastic experience. Well, it sound, it, it's, it's, I appreciate the fact, Nick, that you were not deterred by, by, by <laughs> your failures because a lot of people would have. It's like, you know what? I tried. Let me move on with my day. But I appreciate the fact that you kept driving forward. A, that you took a picture with the neighbor. I think that's amazing. And that you went back, what was it, three times to make this happen? Correct. And uh, it sounds like what Joe could have really used, aside from the visit, was a phone charger, though. I mean, come on, Joe. <laughs> Can you tell a little bit more about as you went and visited more people? What type of reactions did you get? Did you get the feeling that these people missed the the face-to-face interaction that you were giving them? I think so, because again, um, you know, what I told these individuals is, I'm not going to take more than five minutes of your time. And you know, in certain cases, it, you know, it was a 15-minute visit. In in a couple of cases, it ended up being you know a half hour or more. And and um, I think in a recent case, I, I just had to cut the conversation short because I said I have a 9 a.m. meeting and I need to hustle back. So. Um, I think folks appreciated it. Um, I, I certainly did. Again, I thought it was going to be uh, a, a goofy kind of a uh, idea that that folks would reject, um, and I, I think folks actually embraced it and and um, and really encouraged other individuals to uh, um, you know to get on my list um, of, of stops. You know, but but I've gotten to um, approximately 15 individuals so far. Um, I have a list of individuals that I, I plan on visiting. Um, so we will get there and we'll, you know, the tour will continue. And by the way, the, the name of the tour, I, I, I kind of gave it a name is the anti-virtual bike tour. And that's in response to all the, you know, as I mentioned earlier, the, the virtual, uh, happy hours and coffee breaks. That that's very fitting. So is there any one specific reaction that you got uh, during your bike tour that really stands out to you? The reaction from my KPMG colleagues is, has, you know, been consistent, but the, the one that stood out, um, you know, as I was going through this tour, I, you know, I realized, um, you know, I, I'm a volunteer fire uh, fighter um, in Park Ridge, and there, obviously, uh, you know, I, I, I end my route each day coming through Park Ridge, and I decided, um, you know, in light of this tour, to, to visit um, an individual, um, a longtime firefighter, I believe he's got close to 70 years with the department, um, wow. who's been confined to his home. So I stopped by his home one morning. And he was just him and his wife were completely overjoyed. Um, you know, um, his his name is his Walter, and, and I heard him say, "Hey, Louise, you know, Nick's here. Nick who? You know, Nick from the fire department." And um, she was, she, you know, she ended up in tears. Um, she loved the fact that I that I stopped by and, and checked in with them. And I've subsequently have uh, stopped by uh, their house um, uh, several times. Um, they, they really get a kick out of it. Um, they get a real kick of me just pulling up on my bike to their front door. So, Nick, it sounds like you've been visiting quite a number of colleagues. How, if at all, have you been documenting these visits? So, what I've been doing is, at the conclusion um, of, of my visit, I've uh, taken a selfie with the, with the individual, and I am posting it on a workplace, uh, a workplace group. Um, it is secured to... Um, my department. Um, I did make one posting out to the general Montville campus site, but it is being documented on the workplace 
um, site that we have for HR Digital. And th that's created a lot of conversation. Um, it, it's, you know, it, it's created, you know, some comments back and forth and, and reactions from other individuals in the department saying, hey, it was nice to see such and such. And also recently, um, a, a little twist to the tour. So um, I planned on visiting Ken Smith, um, which I did. And Ken, I know, owns a bike and he likes to cycle. So um, I told Ken, hey, jump on your bike. We're going to go visit Judy Concepcion, who lived about five miles away. So I visited Ken. He jumped on his bike and we um, rode over to Judy's, um, um, Judy's house. And, um, and that was a great visit. So not only did I get to connect with Ken and Judy, but Ken and Judy absolutely connected. Uh, as a matter of fact, I had to cut them short at, at about, um, after about talking for a half hour, if not more, because I needed to get back for a 9 a.m. conference call. Let's take a minute to hear from Allison St. Louis, Nick's colleague in HR, and the person who nominated him to appear on this podcast, about her experience receiving a visit from Nick, why the little things mean something big, and why she thought it was so important for us to hear his story. It was really exciting, as if it was Christmas and you were getting a Christmas present delivered to just interact with him because it is very isolating. We see each other virtually through video, but to physically see someone from your job, it just brought back really pleasant and good memories to see him. And we did social distance, so we didn't do anything like that, but it just was very exciting to see him. What he was doing was so monumental in the scheme of this whole pandemic because Nick is a avid biker, but he doesn't have to stop by you to say hi. And I thought it was just so selfless. It's the little things that people do that impact you. And I wanted the firm to know, and even Montville, how great it was. And that's why I wanted to share it. So Nick, clearly what you've been doing has had a positive impact on others. I think that's pretty clear. What kind of impact has it had on you along the way? It's, it's allowed me to, to reconnect with, with individuals that I work with. Um, again, you know, I, I miss that interaction in the hallways, you know, in the cafeteria that I, that I mentioned previously. To see each other's faces, to, to, to be standing in front of each other and, and, to, and to just talk and chat um, and just see how, you know, each other are doing, you know, it means a lot. And, you know, it means a lot to the individual, it means a lot to me. Um, and, and just feeling that connection um, and, and, and true happiness from, from these individuals, um, you know, just expressing their happiness and, and, and kind of reconnecting live, um, you know, means a lot to me and, and means a lot to them, it seems to be. So, Nick, that's all wonderful. And pardon the dad joke, but we are going to uh, switch gears here and uh, get, a, get a little quicker. We are going to move into the lightning round portion of the podcast. It's been a while since I've been able to do this. It's always fun. Seven questions with five seconds to answer each one. And but the first question is always, are you ready? Yes. Okay, here we go. Approximately how many miles do you think you've ridden on your bike during the quarantine? I can tell you how many I've ridden this year to date. That's fine. Uh, 5,500. 5, my goodness, that's that probably matches my trips to the refrigerator. So, I, <laughs> oh my god, you're making me feel bad. Name a movie you could watch 100 times and still not get sick of it. 
I'll never get sick of watching A Christmas Story. Just wait till uh, Christmas Eve when you have 24 hours on it on AMC. That's right. <laughs> yeah, same here. If you had to quarantine with one other colleague for the past six months, who would it be? I'm going to have to go with my PML, Michael Trepper. What's your go-to appetizer when you go out to eat? I'll say buffalo wings. Beautiful. Love it. So Halloween's right around the corner. What was your favorite, most memorable costume as a child? A zombie. That's cool. Yeah, I always wore glasses, so it's, uh, it, it really limited my options, and it's still something that bugs me to this day. <laughs> if people were forced to describe you in one word, what would you want that word to be? Pleasant. It's a nice solid word. I like it. In five words or less, offer advice to someone listening who's having a hard time staying active during the quarantine. Just get outside. Nick, I want to thank you so much for sharing your story with us today. Um, many of us, like myself, have found ourselves holed up in our basement offices for far too long and uh, haven't quite made the time to get outside and, and do something impactful. And uh, you've proven that you have certainly done that. And I'm sure you've inspired many of us, me included, to get out of our house, do something for ourselves, and do something for others. Thanks again. Thank you, Joe, and thanks for everyone who's allowed me to stop by their homes in my uh, cycling tights um, at an ungodly hour. I appreciate that. And if there's anyone out there that um, wants me to stop by their house at 8 a.m. on a weekday morning, feel free to reach out to me. Sounds good. Thanks again, Nick. Thank you.